Hey, my name is Hannah, and this podcast is all about empowering you to become more you. The real you. Stripped away of titles and achievements, because at the end of the day, we're all just a bunch of energy floating around this big ball in space. And I believe the more that we can raise our energetic frequency, the happier and more fulfilled we become. So in this podcast, you'll find tools to help you release fear and move towards love and how that actually helps you attract what you want in life. And I use my experiences as an athlete and as a business owner to share what tools have helped me on my path towards awakening. So I hope that you gain value out of this. If so, hit me up. I'd love to talk to you. up everybody i am back i have a new podcast episode here and this is from a live that i recorded answering some questions discussing the process of shifting out of survival consciousness and into a more unified consciousness the process of connecting to your higher self i always as always go into some shadow work i discuss my experience with my own shadow work Uh, There's a lot that we discuss in this podcast. It's a longer one, so hopefully you enjoy it. I also have several new meditations up on my YouTube if you want to check those out. As I always say, the daily practices are everything. The practices that nurture your nervous system, that connect you to your higher self and your heart. These are the practices that really help center you and keep you grounded on this planet. So check those out if you feel called to, and be sure to follow me on YouTube and on Instagram and on TikTok. I go live every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Instagram and on TikTok with an alignment meditation. So if you want to join us on Tuesdays, by all means. And then I also have one-on-one spots open available, open and available <laughs> for on uh This month, the rest of December and January, I've got spots open. So if you want to book a one-on-one session, you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram and on TikTok, or you can just go to my website, which is hannahholiday.com. I'll link it in the show notes and just click the tab, work with me. And on that tab, you can book a time slot and I'll go ahead and email you a confirmation. So if you do sign up for a one-on-one session, just be sure to put your correct email address in there so I can get a hold of you. And my one-on-one sessions typically include energy healing as well as intuitive guidance. So I'm tuning in and connecting with your higher self and channeling messages that can best support you in your now experience. So feel free to message me if you have any questions about that as well. Again, just go to my website and you'll see more information on those services. All right, I will scoot us on over to this live. So we're moving out of... The very ego-centered, which is the mind, survival consciousness energy and into a more unified or unity consciousness, a unified consciousness, which I I view as rooted in, sorry, which I view as being rooted into the heart. So we're moving out of the very ego-centered consciousness and into the heart-centered consciousness. And... I believe for you to survive on this planet at this time, you have to be heart-centered. You have to be connected to your heart because things are going to get weird. If they haven't already, we know that things are things are weird <laughs> and they're going to continue to get weird. You know, it's we're, we're seeing this kind of play out. So in order to move through this, 
in a higher vibrational way, you've got to be connected to your heart. And not to say that the ego is a bad thing, by the way, you know, we need our ego to be human. <laughs> if we didn't have an ego, we would not be human. Um, so it, it's having the balance, though, being able to balance the ego with the heart is what will keep you in the higher vibrational um, energies, but also connected to higher consciousness. But like I was saying, I am always okay, good, y'all can hear me. Um, ego, ego's the sense of separation from all. Yeah, absolutely. The ego, the ego kind of thrives in that separation. Um, and it, that and it is rooted in that survival consciousness, which is you versus me. Um, but now that we're evolving and our, our consciousness is evolving, we're stepping out of that very survive, survival root chakra, um, competitive you versus me energy. And we're ascending, ascending into a more heart-centered way of living. Um, and, you know, this is, this is the energy of compassion. It's the energy of unconditional love. It's the energy of forgiveness. And this is why you've got to keep that heart open and you've got to keep yourself anchored here especially again especially right now you know I'm being kind of dramatic when I say if you want to survive on this planet at this time but I don't know I mean I think it's it's kind of true I think you do need to be rooted in your heart to really move through what we're moving through collectively in a way that's of a high vibration um and in, in a way that's with grace, not to say that you're not going to have your own ego deaths and your challenges and experiences, you're still human. But if you want to be human here at this time, it's got to be here. We're, it, this is heart energy right now. Um, and especially, I'll say this, as things get more divisive, you know, if, if, we're on a planet right now where things are very polarized and very divisive and it, you know, I don't care what your beliefs are on anything, <laughs> honestly, because when I connect with someone, I'm connecting with their, with their spirit and with their heart, um, not with their mind. So yes, with their mind, but I'm the truth of who you are, I think is rooted in the heart space. You can have a lot of different perspectives and a lot of different perceptions, but I'll also say this, what we're moving through collectively, it is getting more divisive and more polarized. And if you're still stuck in that um, root survival consciousness, and if you're in that ego center, um, which, is, which is fear, by the way, if you're in that, you might find yourself judging other people. You might find yourself feeling fearful about other people's beliefs. You might find yourself being very combative with other people's perspectives and perceptions. And look, not everyone's going to have the same perception and not everyone's going to have the same perspective of, of what's going on here. Um, and if you are not connected to your heart, it's going to feel very scary and it's going to be very easy to slip into that survival you versus me. But as we know, everything as within, so without. So if you're in that energy of you versus me in that fear consciousness or survival consciousness, survival consciousness and fear are go hand in hand. So if you're in that, um, 
it's a reflection, truly, of the energy that you're holding within. And to be able to hold all perspectives, all perceptions, all beliefs, um, to be able to entertain all of all different perspectives requires an open heart and it also requires a level of higher consciousness. Again, if you're in that energy of judging other people, looking down at other people for the things that they're doing, saying, or believing, you're in that energy of division and polarization, and that's typically a reflection of what's going on here. Not a lot of people like to hear that. <laughs> Not a lot of people like to hear that as within, so without, but that's taking radical responsibility. That's calling your power back. That's remembering oh yeah, I am a higher dimensional being or I'm a higher consciousness in a human meat suit, having a human experience. It's remembering really the magnitude of how big your energy is. You're so much bigger than just this human experience. And my belief is, everything that I say, by the way, is based off of my own experiences. So you take what resonates with what I say and leave the rest. I'm never, ever, ever going to try to convince anyone of anything. I never would want to because your experience is your experience. So I'm sharing, y'all are on my lives. So I'm sharing my experience. If you resonate with it, cool. If not, and I'm sharing my own perspective and perception based on the information that I received from my higher self. So this is purely just my perception, which is a, a drop in the water into an infinite amount of perceptions and there's no right or wrong and the, as soon as we assign meaning to that's good that's bad now we're in that more dualistic polarized consciousness but when you ascend into a higher consciousness you recognize that we are all one we all come from one consciousness and you remember that our connection is through the vibration of unconditional love for all so if you're Again, in this energy of division, polarization, judging people for taking certain actions or not taking certain actions, then you're putting the energy outside of yourself. And I would, I would reckon you need to pull that energy back in and go within and connect to your own internal higher consciousness and your own connection to source. You know, as soon as we get into the labeling, this is good, this is bad, you're, we're in the do. Everything that I'm saying to, by the way, is a higher perspective. I'm talking, and there's many different perspectives and that lens that you're looking through is going to change. Right now, we're talking about looking through a higher consciousness lens. Of course, I'm going to get out of this live and I'm still a human. I got to go make a sandwich after this. <laughs> And I might have that sandwich and say, this sandwich is shit. <laughs> so I'm still human and we're, st we're still, we're oscillating between these different lenses and different consciousnesses. You're not always going to hold a higher perspective. You're still in this human meat suit and you, st it, which holds previous traumas, previous conditioning, uh, previous con experiences, you still have to interact with humans who have their own traumas, their own in energies and experiences. So, you know, it's not like you're going to be perfect. But again, I think the more that you connect into the heart, the easier it is. Because this, the energy up here, the mental space, the mind, if your energy is here and stuck up here, 
um, it can get very, I mean, very chaotic. <laughs> the mental space is wild <laughs> and the mind is wild and it, it will create all kinds of stories to validate whatever your belief systems that you have. So if you believe that the world is on fire, it's, uh, we're going into, you know, whatever, the, into the world is ending, it's on fire, everybody hates everybody, that's what you're going to see in the world. If you hold that as a core belief, and that's your judgment, that is the lens that you're looking through. And the mind is always trying to confirm its beliefs. The subconscious mind, it is always trying to confirm the core beliefs that it holds. So again, if you've got that belief, the world's on fire, humans suck, um, you know, whatever. Whatever the belief is, you're going to validate yourself. Your subconscious mind is going to validate your belief. So it is very important to recognize and pay attention to what are my beliefs. If you're caught up, let's just say, in the politics of the world, if you get up and you watch the news every day, I doubt a lot of you in here do that. Um, but if you get up and you watch the news every day and that's, that's what the consciousness that you're in, you're in a consciousness of division. If you hold the belief that this party, the red party is wrong and the blue party is right or whatever, vice versa, if that's your belief, understand that you're categor categorizing an entire population of people through that judgment. So now you're holding a divisive judgment within you and that's what is going to be validated out into the world. And if you're watching the news, it's going to validate you all day. By the way, the news is nothing but fear programming, in my opinion. It, it serves a purpose to project fear out into the collective. Um, half of it, if not more, is untrue. So <laughs> the, the news is a tool for mind control. That's my belief and my perspective on it. Take what you want leave the rest. <laughs> but but notice how you feel when you watch the news. And also notice how addicting it is to watch the news. That's also part of it. Because they're spiking up your adrenaline, feeding you some stories that serve you no purpose to listen to. And your, your subconscious mind and your body is getting a rush from that information and it becomes addicted to it. So it's a very addicting cycle to be watching the news every day. It, it really serves no purpose, but to each their own. If you find value in watching the news, watch the news. But I would be paying attention to what your body's telling you after and what you feel like after. Um, but there, it's, it's a very obvious uh, tool to distract you from connecting to yourself and to your own compass, your own compass, your own news station. <laughs> Your news station is your connection to your higher self. <laughs> That's my news. <laughs> I don't go and watch the news. I sit down and meditate and I tune into things that are way more interesting than what's going on between the, <laughs> the humans. I used to get so cut up, cut, jeez. Uh, I used to get so caught up in it and it made me feel sick. Yeah, it's super easy to get caught up in it. That's kind of the, the formula of it. Yeah, it's like draw. it's like watching a drama. And honestly, you might as well be watching a drama because it's, it's scripted. <laughs> like there's, there's serving a purpose with the uh, stories that they tell. 
and I don't talk about a lot of this anymore. I used to a lot more, um, but just, you know, pay attention to what companies own the, the news. You know, the, the news stations are owned by these bigger corporations. So they have, the corporations have a say of what they're saying and they're ensuring that you view things a certain way to keep the machine running. It's all, con it's all connected by like six different companies all own the same news station. So again, whether y'all think that it's, uh, not y'all, but just anyone, <laughs> whether you think it's blue versus red, it's like they all go to the same companies and same corporation. Not to go too far into that, but hope, I'm sure that was for somebody. Not to even say you can't be spiritual and watch the news or you can't be, you know, it's not, it's not like that either, you know? No, and again, zero judgment if you do. <laughs> zero judgment. But you just have to be mindful of these things. You have to be very mindful of what you're consuming because it, it um, affects your vibration at the end of the day. Whatever you're, um, whatever you're bringing in and listening to, whether it's music, the TV, uh, uh, social media, your algorithm, your who you follow, um, the food that you put in your body, all these things matter. It, it's all a vibrational um, kind of imprint or signature or, uh, that you're taking on. And if you're doing it consistently, make sure that you're definitely mindful of it. And again, not to say that you're going for per perfection. No one's trying to be perfect. We're still having a human experience and you want to have a human experience. Um, but you do, you do have to be mindful and it all starts with awareness, just awareness. Yeah, exactly. It all starts with awareness. That's what this whole journey is about is becoming more and more aware and conscious. Um, so you're, you're becoming aware of the awareness that you are. <laughs> and same with the conditioning. It all starts with awareness. The second that you become aware of the program, you have the option to choose a different to choose different differently so once you become aware of oh my gosh okay i have that limiting belief now i have a choice to to choose something else to choose a new belief but you don't have the choice until you have the awareness of the thing whatever it is whether it's an addiction a belief a trauma um a coping mechanism you don't have the choice to change that until you have the awareness of it. So, you know, remember that when you do become aware of something, um, you know, it's kind of a time of celebration, but at the same time, it's like, oh shit, I was holding that. I was doing that. I'm both afraid and thrilled to be able to change the way we do things. Yeah. I mean, that's taking your power back. That's remembering that you have the power and awareness, um, to be able to shift. That's your, that's your magic. <laughs> you know, and a lot of us are remembering that we can shift energy, that we're not just this human body. So our abilities are coming online. So as you raise your consciousness and raise your awareness, you're becoming more aware of the energy, right? So you're tuning into subtle energy. And now you're opening up your senses so you're not just you know using the sight and the touch and the um, taste 
now you're opening up your senses, your intuitive abilities to be able to read into subtle energies. So your, your abilities start to heighten. This is why meditation is so important. That's why I'm such a believer in meditation is because it connects you to that higher consciousness. And you have to get still enough and quiet enough to be able to tune into those energies. It's very subtle. And it's only with practice, you know? Is there a way to measure energy? Yeah, I think so. I think um, the work of David Hawkins does a good job of measuring his research, measures energy and consciousness. Um, he talks about the vibrational scale of consciousness. Um, power versus force. I was trying to think of what that was. Another key thing for this, and this is part of the heart energy that we were talking about, is um, being able to hold forgiveness. So first it's holding forgiveness for yourself, which, you know, is you need. There's going to be times where you're going to have to hold that self-forgiveness, but also holding forgiveness for others. And this is why I say you've got to be heart-centered. Um to move through what we're moving through collectively and going to continue to move through collectively. You know, if you're intuitive and kind of in tune to these energies, you feel what's happening on the planet. You feel what's happening collectively. You feel that there's this like shift in consciousness and there's ener this energy that's bubbling up. Um, to and the heart-centeredness is what's going to help all of us move through this. Because like I said, we're moving into more of the unity consciousness. Which, you know, I see as more of a unified state. But first, it's the unified state within. So that forgiveness practice helps you heal the past. Let go of the past. It helps heal yourself. So that you can hold that more unified energy within yourself. Because if you're holding just denser energies and denser consciousnesses, whether it's hate, judgment, um, if you're just having trouble of letting go of past relationships or traumas, um, use a practice like forgiveness because it helps you clear. Forgiveness is one of the strongest transmuters of energy. So it helps you release the emotional charge that you might be holding on to from the past, from relationships, from yourself. So even holding forgiveness of uh, having shame, you know, that uh, having that forgiveness practice is like the first step in be being able to clear the shame. So forgiveness is huge. And, and letting go of your grudges of other people, whether it's past relationships, again, um, that if you want to free up your energy field, if you want to raise your vibration, if you want to ascend, quote unquote, you know, whatever your perception of ascension is, <laughs> and there's a lot, okay, there's a lot of perceptions on ascension. I'll tell you, my perception of ascension is getting into the heart, <laughs> ascending into the heart and first and foremost, forgiving everyone that you need to forgive. No one wants to hear that. People want to hear that ascension is this like magical 
fairy thing where you're just going to wake up in a different planet and all your just everything's just disappeared. It's like, no, you got there's steps to to maybe get to that point. <laughs> but really it's about being able to hold a higher consciousness in this physical form. And that first starts with understanding that we're all one. You are me and I am you. But if I hold a grudge over you, I'm <laughs> now you are not me. <laughs> I'm not you. Um and this is painful, you know, this isn't necessarily an easy thing. It's not an easy thing. But again, if you want to raise your vibration, first go through a, the list of people that you need to forgive. You know, raising your vibration isn't all about having a gratitude list. And, you know, it is that too. But it it's a real practice of raising your vibration is letting go of grudges. <laughs> and forgiving people. Clearly, we're talking about this for some reason. If y'all need help with healing relationships, um, I have a healing relationships meditation on my YouTube that will help you clear all the trauma and karma between you and another or you and a group of people. I, I do that practice consistently, by the way. I, I have past relationships that really like were not cool. <laughs> like really hurt, like, really were messed up. And I have to consistently, because it was so layered, I have to consistently come back to a, um, and I do the same practice that I do in that healing re relationships meditation. Um, I do the same exact thing with myself. So I clear all, all the cords and attachments. I bring in higher light. I bring in, uh, forgiveness. I bring in, um, and look, these are people that like did not treat me well, you know, it was messed up. So it's not, you know, your ego is going to fight you on it. <laughs> but you have to understand that forgiveness is for yourself. It's not to let the other person off the hook. But you want to, I, I know that I've gotten to a, a new place in my, con in my consciousness. When I can think back on those relationships and hold nothing but compassion and forgiveness. I don't want to talk to those people. I don't want to talk to my ex-partner. <laughs> I don't, I don't, none of that. Just energetically, I can hold compassion and forgiveness and look from, a, from afar. And I know that my, I'm not being sucked into, and not to say that I'm also not human and don't feel those emotions of what the fuck. <laughs> what just what was that <laughs> um but because I've done this practice so much and I've done so much healing work on it I clear it very quickly um and I feel you know as soon as I feel it come in I either you know I'm very intuitive so I feel when they're talking about me or when you know so I as soon as that comes in I am on it I'm clearing that shit and I'm sending forgiveness and compassion back. I'm not, I'm not sitting ruminating in anger, judgment and sending that out. I know that forgiveness and compassion is of a much higher vibration and much more powerful. And I can be cleared of it most importantly. Yeah, I think we all have to be practicing forgiveness often. You know, we all have had human experiences that have been dense. There's not one human on this planet that didn't have um, tough 
circumstances, you know, there, obviously there's different, (laughs) um, different levels to it, but even that is a perspective, you know, then we're getting into kind of the assigning good versus bad or, or judging your experience was easier than mine. And that's all based off of perspective, but we have all had a human experience, which in of itself is traumatizing (laughs) and there's healing to be done if you're a human just period. There's healing. If you are a human, that needs to happen. My YouTube is linked in my bio. So if you go to my bio um, on Instagram and on uh, TikTok, my YouTube is linked on there, but it's just my name, Hannah Holiday. And then you'll see my spelling is a little bit different of Holiday. But all my you, you, uh, all of my meditations are on YouTube some sound healings, my podcast. I'll upload this. I've been recording this. I'll upload this to my podcast um, if it was helpful. And if you ever feel called to share any of my stuff with someone that you think could benefit from meditation, please feel free to. All my meditations on, on you. I have so many meditations. They're all free. Um, and then I have obviously some paid ones on my uh, website and I have some workshops. I'm going to I'm thinking about doing a solstice workshop, if anyone's interested in that, or a solstice activation. I've resonated with you for a year. So cool. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you for sticking around. I know I've been like on and off the last year or two. Um, I fluctuate. I don't know if Marisha is still in here, but my human design chart will tell you that I'm not like a consistent... (laughs) Uh, worker because it's just not how my energy flows so when I'm on it's very easy for me to just crank stuff out to jump on here and just talk like this but when it's not flowing I don't force it thank you for saying that I work in bursts but it's hard in this society yeah absolutely I mean that was a very and still is um quite honestly part of my shadow work and I, I talk about this a lot and I have talked about this a lot on older podcast episodes. I'll say a lot. It has shifted quite a bit. Um, but I used to just be like nearly riddled with guilt if I wasn't putting in the hours every day, working and staying consistent. And I still am coming up against that. Still. Because part of me, you know, judges my experience and judges my journey um, for not being as consistent as some content creators. And I, (laughs) I think my higher self, my higher consciousness just like will not even allow me to try to force it. Because if I tried to force it, it wouldn't be authentic. And it's very, it goes very much against what our society has very much conditioned and programmed, programmed us, uh, into, which is that work, hustle, grind mentality. And again, I talked about this on my podcast a couple years ago. I think I was a little early on it because <laughs> it wasn't until like after COVID that people started to see, oh yeah, I'm, I'm burnt out. Um, but if you're that, go listen to my my podcast episodes. I talk about it on Authentic Frequency, part one and two. Um, God, these episodes are so old. I feel like I always, I, not always, but I talk about them like, geez, I should probably, update, I should probably listen to see, because I, I know I've changed a ton in the last two years, but regardless, they're, they are helpful. I get a lot of feedback from them because I think it's important for people 
have a permission slip that they can work differently and that they can operate differently. You know, I've, I've created this for myself. It took me years. I'll say I've been posting content on social media for five plus years every single day. And, and, and that has been part of my conditioning to get out of that hustle grind mentality that I started this with to allow myself the freedom to not have to post every day, to not stay to this like hardcore schedule. I tried that. I did that for years. I had a coaching company with a, a previous business partner. And then I tried to, um, no, I tried to, I did start a CBD company with another team who, by the way, that CBD company is like uh, doing very successfully. <laughs> um, but we, ba both of us backed out of that because it was polar opposite to the vibration that that I wanted to be vibrating at um, because they, the partners that we partnered with were very much ingrained in this masculine, you need to work 20 hours a day, don't sleep, um, we need to hit th these numbers by the, so it just like all that conditioning got exempt, like it, I was able to shine a light on it in such a big way, like by no mistake that all transpired for a reason so that I could see what I was working with. And I got crazy burnt out, crazy burnt out. Like my shoulders were up to my ears at all times. Um, it, it was rough, but it was part of my dark night of the soul going through that whole experience. So I, I tried it. <laughs> you know, I did the, we're, we're busting hours here and it did not work for me. I did not find success doing that. And it's not because I wasn't working hard enough. It's not because I wasn't putting, you know, enough content out. It just wasn't the right vibration. Um, and it, after I got out of those business partnerships, I, that's when I begin to notice how much of a, in a stressed state I was in. Because I, 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 and I attribute this partly to my natural kind of just who I am, but also growing up as an athlete, I was not even aware of how stressed I was because I was, my mind was like, let's go, we're making moves. This is good. We're, we're doing it. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but it, it wasn't until I exited those partnerships did it, that I realized, oh my God, my shoulders are up to my ears. Why is my back so tight? Wait, what? <laughs> because I noticed once I finally started to relax, I felt my shoulders drop. That's where I hold my stress. So it wasn't until I got out of it did I notice how much I was really, really burnt out. The legit fury I feel when I hear people say, oh, no one wants to work. No, we're tired, Susan. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, in that, I still quite honestly get a little... And this is part of my own healing journey, <laughs> a little triggered by that stuff too. Um, and not to say that it doesn't not, not work for some people. Some people thrive, especially when they're in alignment. Some people thrive working, you know, 15 hour days and they're energized by it. So not to say that, you know, working that amount is wrong either. It, it does work for some people, but I would say if you're not, in alignment, you're going to get burned out at some point. You just will. Um, and you might not ever notice it. <laughs> you might just continue because our society kind of just perpetuates that lifestyle. Um, but you will get burned out at, at some point. 
and burnout looks a little different for everybody, but usually it's um, being easily triggered, having chronic illnesses pop up. It'll show up physically more than anything. You'll feel it in your body, but you've got to be in tune with your body. And this is why a lot of people have trouble with meditation at first, because once they, for, well, number one, it's very difficult to sit in stillness because they've got all this energy, whether it's anxiety or I got to work, I got to hustle, da, 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 da. they're always in fight or flight. So once they sit down, that fight or flight becomes very like, uh, it's just in your face. And a lot of people can't handle that. They're like, nope, I'm not going to meditate. I'm out of here. Meditation's not for me. You know, you'll hear that a lot. Oh, I can't meditate. And it's like, well, it's not you, you sitting here and feeling that is actually important. It's actually what you're supposed to be doing. Um, you're, you're bringing awareness to what's actually going on within your body. But when you get out of the meditation, you're like, no, it's not for me. Then you just keep going back into the cycle that perpetuates that fight or flight. But because you're so accustomed to it, you think it's normal. So, you know, you go and get your coffee, go to work, you do whatever you need to do to keep that cycle going because it's, it's now ingrained in your system. But again, you'll hear the people say, oh no, I can't meditate. I don't want to, I, it's not for me, which meditation might not be for you. But if it's not for you because of that reason, then you want to look at that. Burnout is a really, it's a real thing. And I think a lot of people became aware of it with COVID. I feel like I got perpetually more burned out as I cleared old patterns, just getting to a place now. So, it, I mean, the healing work can be very exhausting too, you know? And this is why it's so important to really give yourself days to check out so that you can integrate the work. Um, and some people, by the way, get caught up in the cycles of healing. I mean, you can really almost get addicted to the healing journey and feel like you're always needing to heal something or reprogram something. And it's not always going to be like that. You don't want to necessarily go looking for the shadow work. You know, you can set the intention, all right, higher self, right spirit, I'm ready to level up here. I'm ready to clear some of this trauma and allow your spirit to show you through experiences, conversations, sensations in the body, um, past things coming up into your awareness to allow those things to come up to show you what needs to be cleared. But it is important to have days just off from everything. I've been burnt out for more than a year now. I feel so stuck. So that's that would be the time that I would really um, tune in to, first of all, your inner child. So connecting with that child aspect of yourself um, because probably he or she needs the support and the connection because that will help invoke some of that playfulness, but it also nurture the aspect of you um, that's probably, again, needing the, the healing. So I would do look at some inner child work, but really prioritize more than anything self-care practices and nervous system regulation practices. So again, those are the two things that I think are some of the most important things um, as you're going through awakening stages or inner work or inner healing. There's a lot of different ways to say what I'm saying, <laughs> by the way. Um, you know, you don't have to call it a spiritual awakening. It could 
just be inner child healing, but it's all kind of the same. I, I view it as all the same. However, the inner child healing and nurturing and the nervous system regulation are two of the most important things as you shift consciousness, as you shift your, um, as you start to heal and awaken. I'm just going to keep using that verbiage because that's what I use. Um, so if you're, you know, noticing the, I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah nervous system regulation because the body's got to feel safe enough to make these changes so if you so let's say you're embarking on shadow work you're like okay let's do this i'm ready to heal this conditioning i'm ready to let go of this habit i'm ready to, to end a to toxic cycle let's say you've become aware that you were pulling in the same type of toxic relationship and you're noticing the patterning there so you start there. What's important to remember or to understand is once you make that intention, once you set that that out um, into the universe, <laughs> you're going to be guided to make changes in your life um, or things are just going to blow up and shift for you. However, at the end of the day, you're going to have to make those shifts and you're going to have to make those changes. So that means your habits are going to change, your thoughts are going to change, your physical body is going to go through these shifts because everything is energy and it's all connected. So your body has to feel safe enough to shift out of that conditioning and programming because that, sh that programming and conditioning that you held served a purpose and it was formed through past experiences from your ego, from your childhood to protect you. Your ego serves as a protection. Uh, it's your protector. Again, it's what, it's what makes you human here. So the ego isn't necessarily a bad thing. You want to just learn how to work with the ego. And I often say you have ego deaths, um, but your ego truly never dies. You need your ego. Um, you just want to turn the volume down on the ego and be able to see it so that it's not in the driver's seat and that your higher self is in the driver's seat and, and, and running the ship or whatever. So again, the body has to feel safe enough to allow the higher self to take over. But if you, the body doesn't feel safe, then you're driving that fear consciousness and survival consciousness. Because again, we're moving out of survival. When you go through an awakening or an ascension process, you are sending out of the fear consciousness and out of the conditioning and patterning and, uh, again, coping mechanisms, all those things that protected you previously. You formed them out of, out of necessity <laughs> to survive. So now you're shifting into a higher state of consciousness, but the body has to realize, oh, it's safe. I don't need to protect myself. I don't need to try to survive. I am safe inherently. I am protected always. That's the higher self talking. That's the higher self having that higher self awareness is I'm always safe. I'm always protected. I'm far more than this human body and human experience. But again, the body's got to be able to, to hold that higher consciousness through feeling safe. So that's why the root chakra work is really important. 
That's why I say, you know, have, you know, really grounding the root when you go through an awakening, grounding your feet, connecting to the earth serves so many purposes. But one of the big purposes is you feeling safe and connected to move through the shifts in consciousness, to move through an awakening. This is why you see people, you know, some people go through psycho uh, psychosis <clears throat> when they either have a spontaneous, you know, kundalini awakening or spontaneous awakening, if they're not grounded enough in the body or feel safe enough in the body and, and they're stuck in the mind, which the, every person's mind is a little crazy. <laughs> the mind is crazy. Um, but if you get stuck in that and you are opening those channels into other realms, it, you know, some people do go into a state of psychosis. So you got to just be very um, grounded. How do you convince your body to do that? So it's the daily practices that stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system state um, in the vagus nerve. So grounding, physically connecting to the earth, breath work, meditation, listening to healing music, healing frequencies, journaling, light therapy, color therapy, essential oil therapy, uh, EFT, emotional freedom tapping. <clears throat> um, whatever practice that works for you, salt baths, connecting to the elements, being by the ocean. It's the daily practice of it. So every single day having some little practice that you know calms you down. Whatever practice you feel in your body relaxes the body. Root chakra. Using affirmations. While affirmations, you know, repeated over a time can be very helpful if you're just starting out. Sometimes affirmations are not super powerful because it, it, it doesn't really get into the, into the subconscious until it's, you're repeating it over and over again. And it can actually be kind of triggering if you haven't worked through the subconscious beliefs, because the beliefs are what they're really programmed and anchored in. But if you're using an affirmation that's contradicting, contradicting the core belief, you can almost be triggered. Like, oh, I'm a millionaire. But then you, you know, in your body, you're like, I'm, you have that poverty mindset, or just lack mindset, or you, you really don't believe that you're worthy of it. It can, it, it can be almost triggering for some people. Okay, that was really helpful. Okay, good. Good, good, good. When I started working on my feminine side, my body shape changed broader back to slimmer. That's so interesting. That's cool. I love when the body starts to reflect the, the, um, shifts in, in vibration and energy. That's really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. And, you know, again, just to say, you know, that your ego is not the bad guy. The ego is not the issue. Um, oh, thank you so much for the rose. How are you? <laughs> um, you, you, we learn to dance with the ego and work with the ego. Again, the ego is what keeps you human. It keeps you 
anchored on this planet. We learn how to dance with it. We learn how to use it because if you didn't have your ego, we'd just be all <laughs> whatever this is. <laughs> what are other ways of meditation? Because I don't think I resonate with sitting down on the floor. So you can make it a walking meditation. I would, I would maybe go outside and sit by a tree and try to try to meditate, you know, in nature. But you can absolutely make these meditations a walking meditation. You can do breath work as a breath work, um, mindful movement meditation. You certainly don't have to sit down or lay down. But I want to have those downloads too and all that. <laughs> Um, you know, part of it is to be able to really quiet the body down. You know, if you're really wanting to have those visuals, um, I would recommend that you sit down or lay down, um, because it's a little bit harder to tap into that subconscious mind if you aren't really in a place of quietness and stillness, because the body has to relax enough to open up the subconscious mind. To open the subconscious mind, you got to slip into that um, kind of alpha theta state and the body's got to be totally relaxed for that. Um, so that's why, you know, sitting or laying down is really important um, because everything's got to slow down in order to awaken that aspect. Um, not to say that it can't be done, you know, try, try it, you know, as a walking meditation. People can still have massive downloads from um, mindful movement meditations or even dance you know starting with the ecstatic dance but just starting to become most of all mindful of the breath and then as you practice you know really connecting with the breath learning to keep your concentration and your awareness on a focal point once you start to practice it it gets you know, you're, you're strengthening that muscle. So it gets easier and easier. Our ego is part of our personal ecosystem. Definitely. Definitely. And it all works together. You know, this is just many facets of who we are. Thank you. You are so helpful. So grateful for this live. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Grateful for, for you jumping in here. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not super easy to be human <laughs> you know it's just not um and and but you got to understand too that if you're on the planet at this time you're pretty special <laughs> i think <laughs> you're here for this massive you know shift in consciousness that's happening and again if you're somewhat intuitive or kind of just in tune with energy you feel what's happening you feel that there's huge shifts occurring. And look, there's people that will listen to me and think that I'm batshit crazy. And, you know, it's like, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to stop. Um, not to say that that hasn't been a huge part of my shadow work, by the way, for me to get on here and talk about what I talk about. And, and I talk about that a lot on my podcast. Part of my healing journey is getting over um, you know, the perceptions of what people might hold over me. That, that was a huge, huge thing that I had to overcome um, and still very much am. 
very much. I, every day in dancing with my ego and talking to my ego, every single day and feeling, you know, maybe some old shame come up like, oh my God, what am I doing? Who the, who's even watching me? Who would even listen to me? Oh my God, that's disgusting. Like those are the thoughts that my mind can conjure up. Um, and, and fear. And it's just, it's old limitations. It's old shame. It's old, old, it's just old shit. Um, so I, every day I'm consciously just bringing awareness to that. I'm shining light on it. I'm bringing forgiveness to it. I'm, you know, (laughs) thanking it for its contribution. (laughs) Um, but it, you know, it's, I, I'm not a healed person. I'm not fully healed. I'm not fully ascended whatsoever. It's a daily thing for me. Daily. I, what was I going to say with that? Still very much try to give myself a lot of compassion when I have that shadow come up of, oh my God, what are people going to think of me? I mean, it very simply, even that I just made a post um, and it was kind of just like a funny, I was trying to be funny, but also just wanting to relate to people in the community about being in a relationship with a toxic, you know, situation. Even that I found myself going like, oh my God, am I actually going to put this out there? Like, whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> this is not that big of a deal. But that's, I mean, I've got that background chatter. That I just have to be, um, you know, mindful of, but also have compassion. Have, you know, a lot of compassion for myself when when that limiting chatter comes up. You know, it's not a time to beat yourself up. It's not a time to, to further judge yourself. It's just like, okay, how can I love myself in this moment even more? How can I love myself in understanding that I've had those past experiences and I've held those past traumas? Um, I, I forgive myself. I love myself unconditionally. Um, I feel proud of my growth because I've gotten to a place for most, mostly I'm in the camp of, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> now I say that clearly and loudly that I, I mostly do not give a fuck, but I'm also very candid and very honest that there is still a tiny little background chatter of, Oh no, what are they going to think? But it, it, the volume is so low on it now that I can still take the action. And that's the thing. You're not going to just wake up one day and all of a sudden all the limiting chatter is gone. And, you know, your ego's gone. It's just, it's not like that. It, it's turning the volume down on one channel and turning it up on a different channel. And, and constantly playing that dance. Constantly, you know, if if all of a sudden the volume's up on the other, the other voice, it's like, okay, I love you. How can we shift this energy? So this is what I would say. If you notice that the ego's really loud one day and you're in the fear and you're in the, um, you're just in it, that would be a time to shift your, your energy completely. And I would say like your physical energy. So taking yourself on a hiking trail that you've never been on, uh, clearing out or cleaning out your home, cleaning out your room, um, literally physically dancing, ecstatic dance, 
but shifting the physical body completely and physical reality completely when you're really in that and you know in the fear or in the in the um whatever it is and and again I just want to reiterate this happens in layers this happens in cycles you're going to have the ego you're going to have whatever the 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 limiting thing is that you've been working through it's going to come back up and it, that is not a time to judge yourself. That is not a time to, to say, God, you're going backwards. There's no such thing as going backwards. These things come off in layers. You know, for me to sit here and say that I'm still fucking thinking about what people could be think perceiving me as online is quite honestly ridiculous because I've been working through it for years. Like I said, I've been posting on social every day for five plus years. I've been going at this for some time. Like I've put some time and energy into this and not, um, and into my own fears of being seen and being heard as my most authentic self. So there's layers to this, layers upon layers. Like I said, the volume's very, very low now. Most of my volume is I couldn't care less. <laughs> I couldn't care any less. Um, but that took years of healing. I mean, years of healing. And quite honestly, I'm probably a little unusual in this because I am, it is a every day, no day off healing thing for me. Like I am so knee deep in shadow work on a daily basis that it's just become who I am. It's become part of my everyday process. So when I f see and feel the thought or emotion come up, I'm going headfirst into that. I'm driving my ass to the beach. I'm sitting in front of the water and I'm tuning into what's coming up. It's, it, there's no day off for me. <laughs> but that, but I'm unusual, I would say. I wouldn't say that's for everybody. I think it's important to have days off. In fact, I should be giving myself more days off. But like I said, it's just such a, it's such a um, ingrained in me now to have this practice and to be very mindful of what's coming up. I certainly appreciate you all for being here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining that meditation. I'll be back um, again on Tuesdays every morning, every Tuesday morning, <laughs> every Tuesday morning uh, at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I go live so you can join me next Tuesday. appreciate y'all. I'm grateful and honored that you would share your space and time with me. But sending you all lots of love. Take care. If you need any additional resources, um, you can go to my, my uh, website page, which is updated. If you want to book a session, you can book a time slot on my website under the Work With Me tab. And if you want any extra meditations, just go to my YouTube channel and search for stuff. Um, and then, you know, feel free, if there's something that you're working on or you think that the collective could work on, feel free to... Um, you know, drop a comment on any of my posts, um, you know, whether it be a root chakra thing or whatever, um, I can certainly create for that. All right. Well, thank you guys. Take care. Appreciate you all sending you all lots of love. I will be back. <laughs>